NFL rosters are set, mostly set around the NFL. Some changes will be happening over the next 48 hours or so. But now that we know what those rosters look like, it's time to check in on week one power rankings, courtesy of my co-host, Matt Williamson. Matt Williamson's power rankings. We're doing the AFC today. How do teams stack up in the AFC heading into the 2022 season? Coming up right now. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson bring you expert NFL analysis every day in less than 30 minutes. Get an inside look into the NFL on the field and in the front office. With elite breakdowns, next-level analysis, and in-depth information only for the real NFL fans. This is Peacock and Williamson, and it starts now. Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL show. Brian Peacock and Matt Williamson with you as always at BD Peacock at Williamson NFL on Twitter. Thanks for making us your first listen here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash Locked On NFL. All right, Matt, let's do this. We're going 31. We're starting at the bottom, counting our way up uh, on this. Well, we're going 16 to 1 in the AFC. We'll do 16 to 1 in the NFC on Friday. And we're going to get a little Twitter Thursday action in in between. And on Thursday, I think we'll have a little bit more of an idea of who cleared waivers, who's getting Mm -hmm. signed, who's on IR, and we'll really have those rosters solidified. So we'll get into that tomorrow. Make sure you get those questions into us in the YouTube comments. Or on Twitter at BD Peacock at Williamson NFL for Thursday. But today it's about the AFC. Let's count that up. And clearly, we're starting with the AFC, Matt, because I'm looking at your top 32 teams here, and you clearly like the AFC a lot better than the NFC coming into the year. I do. I you know just to pull back the curtain real quick. You said this well, but I, I think we teased it yesterday, or maybe I just thought it. I thought Wednesday was going to be a flurry of moves to talk about, but it slipped my mind that a lot of these teams kind of have to wait twenty four hours. Like everyone in the world wants Alex Leatherwood now, but they're not going to pick him up off waivers and give him seven million a year. So you need to wait twenty four hours until he clears waivers, then you make that move, that type of thing, or. You have a guy on your final roster that you know is going to IR. Well, now he's going to go out there today. So I think tomorrow will be busy. AFC versus NFC. Um, First off, NFC has one more home game, but I'm not predicting schedules here. Again, power ranks are all about how good are these teams. I always use the example. If they played a 111-game series in Wichita, Kansas, who comes out on top? You know, the – the Seahawks or the Browns. Well, I think the Browns are better, so they're higher. You know, that type of thing. And not I mean, these aren't predictions. But the bottom four teams in the league were all NFC for me. And the top three teams were all AFC for me. So let's dig in. Let's do it. Who's in the caboose? Who is the worst team in the AFC coming into 2022? <clears throat> As I mentioned... These the Houston Texans are 28th for me, <coughs> excuse me, but they're last in the AFC. And when I was looking at this, I just did a one to thir- <coughs> 32. <coughs> excuse me, sorry about that. Yeah, and take all the time you need. <laughs> <laughs> coffee went down the wrong pipe. And I'm sitting there going, Boy, I'm being really kind to Houston. You know, I got four teams below them. Um, this is a team that is starting to show some signs. But then we split up into AFC, NFC, and I went, oh, they're last again. Now I'm not being nice to them anymore. 
<laughs> yeah, now, uh, sorry, Texans fans. He tried to be nice to you, and uh, it, it didn't turn out that way because the Houston Texans uh, still come in at number 16. Can you see them not finishing 16, though? Yes. I mean, if you ask me, will the Texans have the first pick in the AFC, yes or no, I'd say no. I mean, there's a lot of other things that can go wrong with other teams. I have a team one spot ahead of them that I think has a better roster than them, but has a lot of questions. So I don't think the Texans have varsity talent yet, but they're getting some pieces and they're trending the right direction. And like, I'm sure we'll talk a little fantasy between now and opening day too. Like I'm not shying away from the Texans for fantasy. Their defense was better than people thought last year. Like they're a real team now. Oh, and by the way, we keep pushing it off and teasing the fantasy thing. There is going to be a Peacock and Williamson Fantasy League this year. We're probably oh, going to draft yeah, yeah. after Labor Day weekend. We'll have more details. I promise. I keep teasing it. <laughs> we'll actually give you the details. How to join the Peacock and Williamson Fantasy League on our, our Twitter Thursday show tomorrow. Looking at the uh, next team in the AFC at sixteen or 15, it is the New York Jets. And roster-wise, there's a lot of talent. But we just yes. have to see how this comes together. And there's still question marks at quarterback. Yeah, I don't love the Becton injury, but really why they're this low and fighting with Houston for the last spot is quarterback. And frankly, I probably would have him in this exact same spot if Wilson never even got injured, too, because I don't know that he's exactly out of the woods or, boy, he's going to take advantage of all this talent around me, around him. Are you on the same page there? I, I know there's only one spot between these guys and the next AFC team. But I really think they're the only two in contention for last in the AFC right now. I mean, there's there's so many things that could go wrong with a lot of teams, especially mm-hmm. if a quarterback goes down here and no there. Doubt. Maybe for the Jets, maybe Joe Flacco actually plays really well. And there's like, okay, we've got a veteran NFL quarterback. Mm-hmm. We play well for a few weeks. And then, you know, uh, Zach Wilson comes back and, and with a new perspective and, and he has a, a year two bump. I, I could see them winning a whole bunch of games. And yeah. I can see, you know, some other teams, things don't go well. Like, what if Jack, what if, you know, what if uh, Trevor Lawrence isn't good for the Jacksonville Jaguars? They're oh, sure. a bad football team, right? Or what if he gets hurt? And so uh, I, I think there's still enough teams where I wouldn't put those two, but, and even the Jets roster, they, they just, they're a year ahead or a couple of years ahead almost adding talent over Houston. So I still think right. Houston clearly just roster top to bottom has more work to do, but that doesn't always equal wins and losses. 100%. You know, like, boy, Houston's got Stingley. That's a great piece. Well, the Jets have sauce. And, they, you know, and they have, you know, a handful of guys that Houston would love to have. They're, they're at least a year ahead. I might rather have Houston's quarterback situation. I mean, I'm not saying that definitively, but I trust Mills at this point. I don't trust what's going on in New York, and that's why they're mm-hmm. low. But, I mean, again, most of these teams are – you should be enthusiastic about them. And, yes. unfortunately, most things are going to go wrong for these teams going forward. It's kind of a floor versus ceiling debate there, too, yeah, with those two yeah. teams because the ceiling's clearly clearly higher with the Jets, but we don't know. It's like Mekhi Becton's right. a great example because we thought, oh, hey, franchise left tackle. And then it's looking like, oh, maybe not a franchise left tackle. So like that, that could happen with all of these high draft picks and all these talented players on that roster. Looking at the 14th team in the AFC, you've got the Jacksonville Jaguars here. And um, clearly things, and I think for all three of the teams we've talked about, and I think that's why the AFC is stronger and why there's multiple teams behind these AFC teams, even at the bottom, is just because everybody's kind of going in the right direction in the AFC. Yeah. And at the top, there's you know an arms race with a ton of talent. Uh, but coaching staffs feel better. Uh, quarterback situations feel better. Uh, you know, Just talent roster top to bottom feels better for all these teams. 
I think that if you ask just about anyone, the bottom three teams in the AFC, in some order, you could fight about the order, Jacksonville, Houston, and the Jets. But you're right. I mean, I have much more hope and optimism about these teams now than I did a year ago, you know, so they're all going the right direction. I'm a big Lawrence fan. I'm not sure I've referenced a guest more often on this podcast than when we had Locked on Jacksonville on because that was a tremendous interview that really pulled back the curtain of what this team's trying to accomplish. And I understand the plan. Like, yeah, they gave Kirk too much money. They gave Zay Jones way too much money. But they now have NFL receivers that run the right routes and get open. You know, like they didn't even have that last year. Yeah, it's pretty important. It, it, yeah, right. It's pretty darn important. And uh, head coach is, is very important in the NFL. Yeah. And they were a disaster in that department last year. So it's, it's a professional organization once again in Jacksonville. Here's one that is Let's tough. Let's to break here because I think there's a gap here. Yeah, I mean, okay. there, there is, you know what? Yeah, let's let's tease who's next because I think some okay. people will be surprised the next couple of teams on your list for 13th and 12th best teams in the AFC. As you gear up for fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. It's just the same for your small business as it is for NFL teams. When you enter the fall, you got to make sure you are ready with all the right people in all the right places to make that business fire. LinkedIn Jobs is here to help make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job to the purple hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help find the right people for you to interview and hire simple tools like screening questions uh, make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience it's why small businesses rate linkedin jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors linkedin jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit linkedin post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on nfl that's linkedin.com slash locked on nfl to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. We tease the Peacock and Williamson fantasy football league, but in between you can play a ton of daily fantasy sports every day of the NFL season, every day of the calendar year, pretty much no matter the sport uh, NFL, MLB, NBA, golf, tennis, NASCAR, esports, disc golf, cricket, uh, boxing, MMA, college basketball, college sports, you name it. You can play daily fantasy sports at prize picks, and it's super easy and super fun. All you have to do is pick two to five players, and if they will score more or less than their prize picks projection, then you can win up to 10 times your money on an entry. For example, you want to bet on how many passing yards uh, Patrick Mahomes is going to throw for in week one. You go to prize picks you find out what their projection is if you say oh man he's going to throw for 400 yards he's going way over that projection there you go and you can make up to 10 times your money on an entry no competing against other people it's just you versus those projections that are available and entries can be made in 60 seconds or less it's super easy and it's safe and fast get those withdrawals anytime Download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up for daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code locked on. So if you deposit $100, Prize Picks gives you $100. You deposit $50, Prize Picks will give you $50. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match of up to $100. 
$100. Okay, Matt, we are on to the 13th team in the AFC power rankings, counting this thing up to number one in the AFC. And you have a team here with a pretty darn good roster. But again, we've talked about it. It's it's quarterback. It's a quarterback-driven league, and they don't have their guy for 11 weeks in Cleveland. Yeah, I mean, obviously they're not an easy one to slot, but by the rules of my power ranking is how good are you right now? Well, right now, Jacoby Brissett's their quarterback, so I don't think you're very good. I think they have an excellent roster. That being said, I think they have major D-tackle issues. They have a great line, but it's slightly lesser than it's been. Amari Cooper's fine, but I don't love their weapons. Like, I think they're going to have a tough time winning games, you know, 17-14, 13-9, and overcoming, you know, a, a quarterback disadvantage almost every week. And I didn't plan on putting the Browns this low, but when you really start putting the teams around them, I think it's warranted. And I think it's really interesting. The next team at 12 on the list is the New England Patriots. When you compare these two teams, right. they're almost opposites of each other because I don't like the the New England Patriots roster at all. But I think they have enough. They've got a second-year quarterback who looked good in year one in Mac Jones. I think that's enough. If you put Mac Jones on Cleveland, I'd feel a lot better about Cleveland. Oh. And if you had a backup quarterback playing in New England, even with Bill Belichick pulling the strings, I'd be pretty worried about where the New England Patriots are going to be. And I'm still a little bit worried about the New England Patriots are going to be. So you're just betting that that Bill Belichick is going to get them at least to, to the 12th best team uh, because this is about as low as I've ever seen New England Patriots on your power rankings. Yeah, I mean, this is a second of a three-team cluster of teams, I think, regress. And I have all the respect in the world for Belichick, but what's going on with the offensive coordinator nightmare up there? I like Mac Jones an awful lot. Like you said, if he was the Browns quarterback on day one, they'd be much higher here. They'd probably 14, something like that. But I don't think Jones can elevate a not-so-great roster. I mean, everything you hear out of New England is, this is the worst offense I've ever seen. You know, like, I, I'm sure Bill will get things right. I mean, again, but I just don't think this is a very good football team. So these two teams here that are back-to-back for you, uh, in NFL-wide, they are – 22 and 23 and in the AFC they are 12 and 13. Mm-hmm. If you fast forward to December and they both figured out what their major issues are and for New England it's yeah. what's going on with the offensive coordinator situation and with the Browns it's quarterback and you have Deshaun Watson back and he's playing at old Deshaun Watson level in December. How good is Cleveland? See that's a great question and, and I hadn't thought of that angle because that's what's fun with how, how I do power ranks is I do them periodically through the year. Maybe we'll do them again in week three or whatever. But my hunch is New England and Cleveland, especially New England because of Belichick, probably will be higher in December. You know, they'll figure out their warts and put on some wart remover and figure that stuff out. And the Browns, you would hope by the end of the year, I just think it'll be too little too late. We'll start to show signs of what they can be on the field with Watson. The next team coming in at number 11 in the AFC on Matt Williamson's power rankings is the team who was the one seed in the AFC last year. Uh, Looking at this team, it's not that different. So why the 10-team drop from the finish last year in the regular season for the Tennessee Titans all the way down to number 11 in the AFC? I think this is my most controversial take in in that, again, I am out on Tennessee, New England, and Cleveland as contenders this year. I mean, I'm almost certainly going to bet the under on all their 
win-loss totals. And I just think Tennessee's too fragile for me. You know, I love their coach. I love their defense. They have a culture and a toughness that I respect to no end. But they really weren't a one seed. Sorry, they weren't the typical one seed. And I just have a really hard time counting on Henry, Burks, Woods, and Tannehill to give me quality snaps for a long stretch. And their O-line isn't close to where it used to be. I I think this is going to be a very low-scoring offense. There's a really tight grouping of teams here. And so uh, you could probably talk about... These next three are all the same. Yeah, so we've got Tennessee 11, uh, Las Vegas is 10, Miami 9, Pittsburgh 8. And they're all right in the row in the NFL. There's no NFC teams in between those four teams as well. So this is is the middle of the AFC, essentially. These are the teams that you think are going to be maybe on the outside looking in of the playoff scene, but, but have an opportunity to get in things go right. They could be playoff teams. Things go wrong. They could be drafting in the top 10 of the NFL draft, but, and there's no 500 teams anymore. They're, you know, eight, nine, nine and eight. Uh, what, how did you differentiate these four teams in, and I'll just spell it out here. It's Pittsburgh, eight, Miami, nine, Las Vegas, 10, Tennessee, 11. Um, I felt pretty comfortable putting Tennessee 11 out of those four. Okay. So maybe but even a gap between Tennessee and Las Vegas. And, maybe, and maybe, because I think those other three are very, very similar. Uh, of course, I'm a homer, and I put uh, Pittsburgh the highest of the three. I mean, they all have major <laughs> concerns, and you could you could easily paint the picture where Steelers, Dolphins, Raiders end up as six-win teams or ten-win teams, you know, uh, uh, comes down to a field goal late and they get a good bounce, that type of thing. To be honest, I put the Steelers first because of Tomlin. You know, I, I just trust their coaching the most of the group, but their O-line and quarterback are problematic. You know, the, the Vegas O-line, very problematic. I don't think their defense is as good as Miami's or Pittsburgh. A lot of change going on in Miami. Not exactly sure what that's going to look like. Yeah, I trust Pittsburgh's defense. I trust Tomlin, yeah. but I like the quarterback situation better in Miami and Vegas. Yeah, um, I'm not and, a big Tua guy, though. Yeah, yeah, but I've seen, you know, just seeing some, yeah, some preseason games and seeing Raheem Mostert running 23 miles an hour and ripping off a big run, and you're like, oh yeah, yeah they've yeah, got yeah. that, you know, that McDaniel Shanahan run scheme there, and and they've got some talent at running back. They've got a lot of bodies there. You know, you have Waddle and you have. Um, Tyreek Hill and seeing some big plays there from Tyreek Hill. And you, you remember how good Tyreek is, even, you know, through there's a, there's a highlight uh, from the preseason of Tua throwing a bomb to Tyreek. And I can picture that on game day. Yeah. Right. Right. But Tyreek Hill's so good and he goes to where the ball is and he makes the play. And so he's Mm going to create a lot on his own. So it could be explosive there. And, and, you know, new coaches, so you don't know exactly how it's going to go. So I don't have a problem with Pittsburgh first because a little bit more, um, you know more a little bit trust. more about what it's yeah. going to look like, more trust in the defense and the in the coach. But, you know, Miami and Vegas are volatile. They could be really good or they could be not very good at all. And I would put Miami – and actually, I think you nailed it here. Surprisingly, Matt, you get a lot wrong. <laughs> um, I, to be honest with you, I'd probably I, – I would inc- – not only would I put Tennessee in this group, I might put them ahead of all these teams. I think most I people would. Yeah. I don't think Tennessee needs to be number one like they were last year. You know, that they were the one seed in the AFC, and I don't expect that at all. But I do think there's just – more continuity there with Tennessee on both sides of the ball. And I would put them in this same group and maybe on the top, but the, these teams are tight and, and that ball's oblong and it bounces funny. It could bounce a lot of ways for these teams. One last Tennessee note, because I realize I'm kind of talking out both sides of my mouth because my worry about Tennessee is more holding up. You know, what are you going to get out of Burks and Woods and can Henry be the same and can Tannehill hold up? But their version of the of what they're trotting out right now 
might be better than these three teams we mentioned. I, I just don't think that they're going to last the season as a contender. That means next are the teams that Matt's projecting our playoff teams to start the season mm-hmm. here in 2022. This mm-hmm. one AFC team stands alone, though. Like this is NFC land, like crazy here between so, Pittsburgh. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's talk about this team first because okay. if there's a tier between the top six teams, and that team at number seven for you is the Indianapolis Colts. So you have them at number one of all the teams in the AFC South. Yeah. I, I mean, I think they're a quality team, they're an above average football team. Are they going to create a ton of turnovers like always? Probably not quite as many, but I think Matt Ryan and Taylor keeps you very competitive. It's a good O-line. I will pick them to win their division. Again, we're not talking about predictions and win losses, but I think they probably win four or five games in their division and end up in the postseason. Quality football team. Next, the top six teams in the AFC, according to Matt Williamson, if you're living paycheck to paycheck or struggling to make ends meet, it can be really stressful when unexpected expenses come up. Now, Dave can help and maybe get you out of a pinch when you really need it. Get some help from your future self. Dave is the banking app that can help you get $500 up to $500 instantly with extra cash. That's more money to uh, pay some of those bills. Uh, Maybe you need to fill your gas tank. Maybe you need to buy some things for your side hustle to make future cash for your your future self. So allow your future self to help current self to help your future self again, right? This is a nice <laughs> relationship with your future self. You can finally tackle all those expenses that have been stressing you out without any hangups. There's no interest, no credit check needed. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch, need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as that helping hand from future you. Download the Dave app now from the App Store. That's Dave, D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve. Member FDIC. Number six in the AFC in Matt Williamson's power rankings. They've had a good defense. They've had a lot of weapons on offense. They couldn't figure out quarterback, and now they have with Russell Wilson with the Denver Broncos. See, from here up in the AFC, I think are Super Bowl contenders. I could I could write a pretty good novel of how Denver ends up in the Super Bowl. You know, I mean, they need some things to go their way. Obviously, Wilson is just an unbelievable upgrade. I mean, the, the guys they've played with the quarterback since Manning are horrendous. Like when Teddy Bridgewater is by far the best guy. I mean, it tells, tells you all you need to know. And that in itself carries immense weight. They have weapons. Um, but I don't love betting on a new coach and I know everyone gets excited with a new coach, but I think Vic Fangio's absence hurts the defense. Right. Yeah. And, and I think they gain more in totality there with the, you know, how much the offense will gain from Russell Wilson, but you know, it's not nothing to lose a defensive mind as good as Vic Fangio on the other side mm-hmm. of the ball. So that is definitely something to remember, but I, I, I mean, yeah, I, I think, and you've got all these six teams in the AFC in the top 10, of the entire NFL power rankings coming into the right, season. Right. And, and I have to agree. Uh, the, 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 uh, the Super Bowl team representative of the AFC last year was the Cincinnati Bengals coming in at number five for you. Yeah. And Baltimore's right ahead of them. And I keep going back and forth in the North. Who do I like better um, for predictions? I like Baltimore more than Cincy. And this isn't exactly scientific, but Cincy was like the healthiest team in the league last year. And the Ravens were by far the most injured. So that's predictions. You know, chances are 
those are going to approach each other in the median there a little bit more in the middle. But I feel bad putting Cincy at nine because the version we're going to see in week one, pretty darn good. You know, I mean, yeah, they were the Super Bowl team in the AFC. They weren't that far off from winning the Super Bowl and they got better. And they got better, right? Their secondary is better. Their O-line's better. I mean, that that's crucial. It's not, you know, going to Russell Wilson, but it's a really nice step up. Part of me still doesn't trust the coach. <laughs> and I know that sounds crazy at this stage. Like, I feel like the best thing that happened to this coach was, you know, Joe Burrow falls in their lap and now Joe can just be the leader of the team. I mean, maybe that's too harsh. When I trust Harbaugh more than I trust, you know, the Bengals coaching staff. So looking at these rankings, a clear tier for you, Matt, with Baltimore, Cincinnati, Denver mm-hmm. at four, five, six in the AFC, eight, nine, ten, NFL wide. And then you got to go all the way up here to the top three teams, not only in the AFC, but in the NFL. One, two, and three, all in the AFC. And the number three team is those Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah. Um seems a little rich to have them at the very top as basically a tier one team. And I definitely am much more confident in the Bills and Chiefs. I mean, their recent track record, Andy Reid, Mahomes, I mean, is is very, very strong. I think that the Chargers might have the NFL's best roster. I hope Brandon Staley learned a lot about being an NFL head coach in year one. Herbert, to me, is on the Allen and Mahomes track. And this is more of an NFC note than it is a Chargers note, but the few teams atop the NFC, to me, I'm a little worried about. I didn't know who to pick as the top team in the NFC, where I thought to myself, if the Chargers were in the NFC, would they be your one? And the answer was yes. There you go. A lot of uh, a lot of expectations for a team that didn't even yeah. make the playoffs last year, Matt, in those Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, two teams that are... Very familiar with the playoffs recently is the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills. How did you split them up between number one and number two? Yeah, that was a tough one, too. Uh, I mean, uh, are we going to coach quarterback combination? It's close to a wash. I guess I would take Kansas City because Reed has a little more of a track record. I think Buffalo's defense is better, but I don't love Tredavious White. Is not going to be around for a little while. That's a, a a little bit of an underreported story by us that we haven't brought up. I mean, that's a crucial guy for them, although they had a great defense without him last year. Um, both teams, I think, are going to change how they play on offense a little bit because everyone plays these teams the same with a lot of zone, a lot of too high. You might have to nickel and dime with the Juju Smith-Schusters and – cook and tight ends and as opposed to bombs away, you know, on both these sides and reel the quarterback in a little bit. We don't need you to be a couple Clark Kent moments would be fine. You don't have to be Superman every time Pat Mm -hmm. and Josh, you know, even though you're very capable. Um, So I'm splitting hairs. I I just think that Buffalo has less change. Yeah. uh, Less change over with the Buffalo bills and sort of Mm -hmm. just, you know, kind of retooling in minor ways to get a little bit better and get over that home. Yeah. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun in the AFC. The, this this whole conference is really good, and, man, that NFC West is is pretty crazy. You've got all four teams in the top. The top 19. Uh, yeah, you'd have Vegas pretty far down here. you got I them did. in the top 10 in the AFC, but they're they're down at 19 in the NFL wide are the, the Las Vegas Raiders here. So for those of you following along. Three in the top back, 10, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Three of the three of the four in the top ten, and, and you can see how things could go well for Las Vegas, but I do think they are a clear four 
in that division. So mm-hmm. looking at the AFC again, Matt Williamson's power rankings, top to bottom in the AFC, one through 16, starts with the Buffalo Bills at number one, Kansas City Chiefs two, Los Angeles Chargers three. A little bit of a gap here, tier break. Those are the elites in the AFC. Then you've got the Baltimore Ravens, Cincinnati Bengals, Denver Broncos uh, that are solid playoff teams coming into the year. The Indianapolis Colts coming in at number seven in sort of a tier of their own. And then a grouping in the middle of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Miami Dolphins, Las Vegas Raiders, Tennessee Titans. And coming up toward the bottom of the conference, the New England Patriots, that I still don't feel good about that ranking, even though I agree with it right now. I'll Uh, probably be wrong. You know. We're always wrong about the. <laughs> actually, you know how not to be wrong about the New England Patriots? Just mark them down for ten and seven. Yeah, in a playoff. Let's, let's move you on. Know, right. yeah. <laughs> um, even with a bad roster, uh, the Cleveland Browns at thirteen, Jacksonville Jaguars fourteen, then the New York Jets fifteen, and the Houston Texans sixteen in Matt Williamson's AFC power rankings. If you want to get mad at Matt, find him on Twitter at Williamson NFL. You can get those questions in for tomorrow's Twitter Thursday as well. Tag Matt or myself at BD Peacock on Twitter, and then we'll come back with the NFC power rankings after our Twitter Thursday episode on Friday to end the week. And then it's NFL football next yeah. week after the Labor Day holiday. All right. Uh, good stuff. Thanks, everybody, for listening and watching. And hello to all the new listeners out there and all the new streaming services that you can find peacock and williamson make sure you're subscribed up tell a friend we're on the locked on nfl channel on youtube matt and i back tomorrow right here peacock and williamson